When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know, these may not be the end days, but they'll certainly do until the end days get here. I will say this, man. I am very amazed that you decided to, you know, let, and I hate to bring this up again, but I have to. I go dead weight from the old show and do this show instead. It's a lot better now. It, it's, it's miles ahead of what it was before. We've only just begun. Just a human talking because you sound like a robot. I am. I'm kind of like a robot. I, I'm not. I wouldn't be mad if you sounded like a robot. I would think that was incredible. Uh, I can go for over a thousand dollars a pound. That's you was be- really being ripped off. I can get you that much. Well, it, 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 it not necessarily. And welcome to a brand new life, to a brand new day. at 7.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time, live on the TuneIn Radio app. Of course, search End of Days, and that's where you'll find me, and it seems like people can finally hear me. I was having some difficulties there getting the show started. I apologize. I am also without a special guest tonight. Michael Alleg was supposed to join me here, but it seems like he's not going to be joining me. 
So onward we go. I don't plan to be on here too long. I have a few songs I, I do want to play here. A couple of songs that I can't get out of my head. I feel like playing music tonight, not talking. But of course, I do apologize greatly. I do like to keep my word, however. So that's why I'm here talking to all of you. Looking at the chat room here. Hello to you out there. Hello to everyone listening on the live stream. I'm always amazed by the listeners out there. The international listeners. There's a lot of them. I appreciate all of you guys. I appreciate everyone out there who supports this program overseas. That's wonderful. Now, there are some pressing issues I do want to get into here before I get into some music. But on a happier note, quote-unquote happier note, I did come across a certain news story about cops taking a selfie as flames engulf a family's home. That reminded me of myself when my neighbor's house was on fire. I put that up on Periscope. I felt horrible. I felt bad. I felt sad. Is that bad? Do you think that's horrible? Some girl, that's some girl in the chat room there. Max and Randy Leahy out there. Birds of a shit feather. Where's Jim Leahy at? That's what I'm wondering. But of course, I recall my neighbor's house up in flames and there I was thinking it was okay to put that up on Periscope. Bad, bad, bad. That's horrible. And I apologize. I took it down though right away. I, I felt horrible for doing such a thing. Yeah, I know. I'm a horrible person, right? Now that brings me to another pressing issue here, the more serious pressing issue. I received two death threats recently in the last 48 hours. Isn't that something else? Isn't that a little weird? I truly think so, and I don't think it has anything to do with this program. I think it has to do with something here in El Centro. What that is, I'm not sure. But I must have made someone very, very angry with me indeed. I'm a little bit terrified. Don't worry, I'm not going to go away for too long. I'm just not going to be doing a show this Saturday. I plan to go away for a little bit here. I was supposed to be joined by James Gesso this Saturday night. But that's not going to be going down. And no, Max, it wasn't. Someone had to physically put this in my mailbox, someone out here. So yes, James is going to be here, not this Saturday, but the next Saturday, along with the Mad Martian. That's going to be pretty interesting right there. You know, I was talking a lot about psychedelic mushrooms, and that's kind of what James loves to talk about. I think it's um, pretty awesome to be, to be bringing him on here, since I've been talking a lot about that. You haven't been keeping up with any drama there's really no drama. Just a lot of personal things going on behind the scenes. That tends to happen 
That tends to happen when you step on quite a few toes out there. And I have definitely done that for sure. Many, many toes have been stepped on by me. So I don't, I'm not even surprised. However, it's not the first time this has happened. Uh, I get death threats, or I had death, uh, death threats plenty of times before. But usually I know who are making those threats. This time, I, I really don't know. And yes, Gary, mm-hmm, he's coming back. Are you excited for that? Gary the Mad Martian? I can't wait. So now I will leave you with a few songs here. I hope you don't mind. I'll stay, I'll stay on here though. I'll play some music and maybe I'll come back and say a few words. I do want you to remember one thing. No matter what happens to me, just know that I spoke the truth. No matter what happens, I, I spoke the truth no matter how bad it hurt. Trust me, I, I, I really did. I'm not joking around here. And now I'm on the radar for whatever reason. We'll see what happens. I'm not taking this very lightly. We'll see. Well, today I'm going to teach you about spirit channeling. What's spirit channeling? Spirit channeling is what we call it when you go into a trance and empty yourself out. So that the spirit of a dead person can come into your body and speak with all your friends. That sounds scary. Now I'm going to sit in this chair and go into a trance. I want you all to be absolutely quiet. I contact the spirit world. Watch and learn. Hello, I'm back. Did you miss me? I missed you. I did want to bring up something here. Someone sent me an image of Billy Mays. Do you remember him? If you look to the left side of your screen right now, you'll see a photo of Billy Mays on my Twitter. Oh, yes. Do you remember who that is? Rest in peace. I always liked him, by the way. He's a good guy. I always saw him late at night, selling that OxyClean. He seemed like a great guy. Of course... He was found unresponsive by his wife out there in Florida. Now, does that surprise you? Florida strikes again. God damn it, Florida. You always take the best ones. Bastards. The medical examiner concluded that cocaine use caused or contributed. Cocaine's a hell of a drug, huh? It seems like it takes everyone out. Eventually. We're losing all the best ones, folks. What's going on? What do you think about that? Heroin is always the big one, the one everyone's into. Preferred by the rock stars. The best musicians are always hooked on heroin for some odd reason. 
Wouldn't you agree? Yes. That Billy Mays, though. Rest in peace. It's kind of hard to imagine he died back in 2009. Do you even remember what the hell you were doing in 2009? Because I don't. I can honestly sit here and tell you. I don't remember. That's a lost year in my mind. Hopefully you remember, though. But yes, rest in peace to Mr. Billy... Mr. Billy uh, Mays. Terrible. Just terrible. Now, someone asked me again how I felt about that whole threat thing. Well, I remembered a quote from Yoda who said, Fear is the path to the dark side. Fear leads to anger and anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. How true is that? That's what came into my mind about those threats. Again, I won't be here this Saturday. I'll be away. Away from my hometown for a little bit to clear my mind. I think I need it. I think I deserve it. Oh, yeah. But that's how I feel. Now, I think it's time to play another song here that I haven't been able to get out of my mind here. It's been stuck there. So I'll be right back in a moment here. And I'll talk some more with you. By the way, I just looked at my guest Twitter page. And I think I know why. He's not here tonight. If you go to his profile and see his last post, he was on Periscope. It seems like our friend was drinking the night away. Haha. <laughs> I love that, by the way. I really do hope that's the reason why he's not here. Then he will really live up to his legend for sure. I'll be right back once again. This time I need to go pee. Stay tuned. You know, I listened to the end of day's radio tonight, the show, and I gotta tell ya, you know, I thought it was pretty good, but I gotta tell ya, I, I would like to hear more about Miss Oglin. You talked about a lot of stuff, but I didn't hear much about Miss Oglin. Maybe next time, you know, you guys do a good job. I just wanna say thank you to the end of days, but Next time, let's let's talk about Miss Oakland a little more. And welcome back to the program, and I believe I am joined by a caller here. And caller, are you there? Yes, I'm here. How's it going? Oh, it's going pretty pretty bad, I guess. Actually, pretty bad. Why? Explain away. Uh, it's just um. This new year just hasn't really been that much better. Not not for me, at least. Do you care to explain a little bit further? Uh, just, you know, uh, already had some personal tragedy and uh, everything with the, um, <clears throat> you know, people thought that our new president was going to calm down after he, you know, actually won the election, but... He hasn't, and um, oh, you know, I just, see. Mm-hmm. You're not a big Trump supporter, is that it? Um, you know, at that point, it's not even about being pro-Trump or anti-Trump. It goes beyond whoever that. the president is. Um, sure, I don't yeah. want them on Twitter. 
but, I don't want them yes. on Twitter talking about nuclear weapons just for fun. Yeah. Or to prove some crazy point, and he doesn't even really have a point. It's just to create chaos. That's weird. It is a little strange to know that our own president is on that thing for 16 hours straight. Yeah, so, and um, out of nowhere, my computer died, and uh, I think I was kind of overdosing on news a little bit, and uh might have been a blessing that my computer died, weirdly enough, because <laughs> I just... I disconnected from all of that stuff. I oh, just you, did. I, I, you, yeah, you you cut yourself off from the grid, huh? Well, I was forced off of it. I decided not to run out and buy a brand new computer right away. And then I thought to myself, you know what, maybe I should just, there's a house computer that I can use. Maybe I don't need my own computer attached to me at all times. Maybe I should try that for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, you know, there's some people that um, can't leave their home, obviously, without out their cell phone, but th- then there's some people that sleep with their cell phone right next to them in bed. Yeah. And, I'm not um, one of those people, yeah. by the way. <laughs> and I understand why people are addicted to those devices, and it's like, you know, social media is, is nothing but distraction. You know, like it's fun, maybe at first. But then as time goes on, it's like, uh, it feels less like fun and more like... It could get very serious at times, the Internet, for sure. Yeah, and, you know, I think that uh, I think that disconnecting from something that is as uh, uh, disgusting as Twitter can be at times, depending on who you know, I guess, um, I think it's good to just maybe just back away. Take a break. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I guess it actually has been a good year in a weird way, but it doesn't feel, <laughs> it just doesn't. Well, we all know, have like, to try to stay positive as much as we can for better or for worse. Yeah. It's just been weird because, uh, I don't know, like, uh, loss when you've already had a really horrible year and everybody was looking forward to the change and then like, horrible things happen. It's like, wow, this is just another, you know, I guess it's just another bump in the road. It's, it's very surreal. I just, it just wears, it wears me down after a while. And um, I think that's why I uh, decided to back away because everything was just kind of toxic on the, on the social media I use. And it's like, wow. I don't even enjoy this, and I'm, like, kind of torturing myself. Why am I doing this? <laughs> oh, I don't blame you. There's a lot of people out there who just can't stand the news anymore. It's become toxic for them. I get it. Believe me, I get it. I have to see, I have to read the news all, all every day, basically, and there's lots of things going on that I just don't even want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I've reached that point, too, which is weird for me personally, to not care to discuss a certain topic. You become apathetic then, right? (laughs) Say that again? I said you have become apathetic. I guess, I guess so, a little bit. I just decided to not... um, The older I grow, the more cynical I become. Mm -hmm. Truly. Yeah. 
this this has made me a more cynical person who's a little bit. By the way, did you see that Billy Mays photo? I'm looking at it right now. Oh I my. did actually laugh. I, I laughed um, too, and then I felt so bad. I felt horrible. I felt like I needed to uh, go to church. <laughs> it's not bad, though. Um, you know, the whole Philly Mays thing was weird just because everybody became so upset because they were still using his image in commercial. Everyone freaked out. And he was like, good, though, at selling those... that OxyClean. Mm-hmm. It was one of those weird instances where everybody freaked out, probably online, and the backlash was so intense that they removed him and found that other guy who ended up, did that other guy get arrested for? Something weird, something with drugs or hookers or something. I just think it's a little <laughs> strange to know that Billy Mays was into the the cocaine there. It's kind of hard to imagine that he was getting down like that. Well... You know, uh, entertainment and, you know, if you have enough money, you can do, you can engage in activities that other people can't afford. Well, for and, sure. I just didn't think I, I, I yeah. just could never imagine that guy partying is what I'm saying. Oh, no, no. He doesn't come across like that oh, at not all. A, but, yeah, you know, I know. I'm say. shocked. Yeah. No, and I forgot about that, too. I didn't know that it was because of, you know, prolonged cocaine use, probably. Sure. It's hard for the heart failure. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, as you know, the recent deaths uh, of the celebrities, they were into yeah. the cocaine, too. Wasn't that, you know, and that's, see, with, when I was disconnected from social media, I don't even know about all this stuff, and I don't know all the details. Usually I would know if that's how, is that what happened to Jerry Fisher? What was that? Is that how Carrie Fisher died? Heart failure? I think it had something to do with that. She had... Heart attack. Yes. She had done cocaine, I think, prior to all of this. Yeah. Right. That's what I was, that's what I was aiming for. Yeah, that's horrible, by the way. I know. She was only 60 years old, but, um, you know, I think she was, uh, you know, I was actually a little bit sad by that. Of course, me too. Me too. That's that's always tragic when someone like that dies. Someone that we hold up very high in that image, in that regard, and then we lose them one day so tragically. It's always a sad situation, I'd have to say. Yeah. Well, it definitely was. That one did hit me a little bit, and the whole thing with her mother, you know, passing shortly after. I know. Isn't yeah. that sad? That's so heartbreaking, really. Well, I thought it was kind of, I, th- I find it touching, I guess, in a weird you way. You thought it was a little romantic? She was, well, she was so old and not in very good shape in the first place. And she said, according to her son, that she just wanted to be with Carrie. And then after that, she passed on. So, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know, Debbie Reynolds wasn't going to live forever. So I found it kind of, I find it touching in a weird way. Some people yeah. don't want to live forever. You know, I find, are you a person that wants to live forever or thinks that that would be like a really good thing? I'm in the middle. I have no idea yet if that's something that I would want to really go through. Because death is a part of life. When I was younger, I thought it was an amazing idea. Right. 
But as I live still, you know, as I actually went through life, I realized that, like, well, yeah, I think that it's just uh, I don't ever want to live forever. I don't even know that I would be in decent shape, like, at the age of 80. I don't feel like I even want to be alive at that point. I know people are... feel weird about people saying that, but seriously, once I hit a point where I'm incapacitated in some way, I'm not going to be happy. And you're, you can only crawl? If I can only crawl or if I can only drink liquid or if I can't move my hands or do stuff for myself. You're done, right? I just, yeah, like mentally. Yeah, at that point, I, I hear I'm you. I'm probably just going to want to check it out. Yeah, I don't blame you. <laughs> It's just like it just doesn't. So I'm like on the the side of the fence that believes that like I think that people that like do the reduced calorie reduction calorie diet uh-huh. so that because it prolongs their life, you know, I think those people are kind of crazy, quite frankly. <laughs> I think that has to do a, a bit with genetics too. Yeah. But um, I think, you know, it was years ago, the first time, and you, you know what I'm talking about, right? You've heard of that, right? What what was that? The, the, the reduction calorie diet where you're basically eating far less calories than, like, an adult human needs to every single day. Yeah, because I, I, I heard, does, I vaguely heard of this, but I'm not sure how true that is. There's a little bit, I, I believe there's a little bit of, research to back up the idea that it is beneficial for whatever reason. Um, but if you also end up becoming like tired and weak and you're not allowed to eat any more food. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that that's optimal health wise. I'm going to have to bring in a, a health expert and, and I'll bring you in here <laughs> and you'll talk to them about this because I am, right, right. I am genuinely, genuinely interested in this for sure. Oh yeah, well you can, it's easy enough to look up and um, you know, like I said, I just, I just remember seeing it. I found it fascinating just that they were so dedicated to the idea that they wanted to live to be at least a hundred years old, so they were willing to starve themselves. Yeah, it's kind of wild. (laughs) Yeah, and you know, people do. And obviously I'm rambling this evening, but you know, you said to call in if People wanted yeah, to call in. People so. wanted to call in. They have that option of doing so. That number is 760-332-8947 or on Skype. End of days, Mike with the letter Y and not the letter I in Mike. And it's all one word, by the way. And of course, that number one more time is 760-332-8947. Thank you for uh, tuning in tonight. I see a number of you out there. So yes, um, I, I do appreciate you uh, hanging out here with me. Yeah, no problem. And um, how has uh, how's 2017 been for you? Mm, it's been uh, pretty wild. The just just from the start till this point, and I know that's not that that long, but I mean it's been a wild ride already. And I'm excited. I'm anxious. I'm scared. I'm terrified. I'm mortified. I am overwhelmed. I am just, I don't know, a ball of emotion so far tonight, to be honest with you. So much going on here. Yeah, well, that is, yeah, that's pretty much 
That's all I would describe it to. Nice. As I was saying earlier. Yeah, I am. Um, well, we're just um, we're just mm-hmm. spinning on this on this island Earth through space. That that's pretty scary enough to me. <laughs> but yeah, yes. Many mm-hmm. final words here before I let you go. Um, just hello to all the end of days radio listeners. That's end of days, by the way, not end of days radio. That is just put up there as a as a joke. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a means of trolling. Right. Well, yeah. Then hello to the listening audience, and that I, I hope everything uh, gets better. I know. Hopefully it does get better for everyone out there, no doubt. And, of course, big shout-out to all of the men and women in uniform in this country. Love you all very much. I know... Quite a few of you actually listen to this program, which is kind of bizarre, but I love you anyway so much. And I thank you for calling in tonight here on End of Days, the Michael Deacon program. Good night. Mahalo. And I believe we have another gentleman that will be here in a moment. I believe his name is Joseph. Let's see what's going on with the one named Joseph. Joseph, are you there? What's going on, brother? How are you? I'm just listening to your show, man. Oh, no. You're listening to this little program. Yeah. I don't know if it's little or not, but I'm listening to it. Yeah. Good times, good times. Um... I had a, a very special guest who was supposed to join me here this evening, but I believe he got a little too drunk last night, so that's why he's not here. Oh, man. Just that's a guess. Terrible. Just a guess. I've been there quite a few times, by the way. Yeah, uh you, uh that's crazy. I've never had a guest get drunk on me like that. That's, I'm sure it's going to happen. That's, uh man, that's a bummer. Who was it, by the way? Michael Alec. Okay. Well, I expect that from from him. He's a rock star. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they they tend to do that. I wish I was drinking right now, actually. Well, I, I believe he was drinking till six in the morning of of, of yester last night, rather. Oh man, that's some that's professional drinking right there. Yeah, that's when you know it was real good. Yeah. Some guys down here in the south drink like that. They just drink and then get a hangover and drink to fix the hangover, you know? That's how it's done. That's how it's usually done, I've heard. And yeah, I can't, can't was, get down with it. You can't get down like that no more? No, nah, man. I'm 35 now. I think I just, my body won't do it. I'm not much of a drinker myself, so I understand. <laughs> but there's some nights where I'm able to drink. What's the best of them? But then again, I'll be hurting the next day. Well, you know, uh, you, you say you've been in, uh, jujitsu for, was it 10 years now? 10 years. Yeah. Been going hard. Man, I, I did that for four years and I got to tell you, you don't want to be dehydrated when you hit the mat. That's oh, for sure. Oh no. You'll throw up rather quickly. Yeah. Who do you, uh, who do you train under? Well, I was train, training under a gentleman named Eric Hackett. And okay. he was 
um, he, I forgot exactly who he's under, but it's a Gracie affiliate. But I, I do know that the guy who was uh, teaching that guy, he was also someone who was really good in judo and no-gi jiu-jitsu. And he was a brown belt. But I, again, another guy that I'm not exactly sure who taught this guy. But they're all Gracie affiliates for whatever reason. And um, for the longest time, this school was primarily only doing gi jiu-jitsu. And I would be showing up without the gi. And uh, Eric, my instructor at the time, he wouldn't like that, by the way. He would be telling me, well, you got to wear the gi. This is an only gi school. And I would always get into an argument with him saying, well, I understand that. But when are you going to teach your students uh, no gi? Because, um, well, the last time I checked, uh, most people aren't getting choked out in their own clothing in street fights. Right. So you know, so basically, works. I influenced him to bring in someone else. Uh, to start teaching the no-gi style at his school. And um, he's never given me any kind of credit for that, but I'm pretty sure I'm the reason why. Right on, man. That's the evolution. It's got to evolve. You don't, I mean, I guess it works if you catch somebody wearing a belt that ties like a, I don't know, a gi belt with a lapel, but most people, especially in the summertime, aren't doing that. Yeah, you could you could collar choke a few people, but uh, that's so like um, pretty basic stuff. Yeah, I heard you talking on this uh, one of your shows. Uh, I think the guy's name was Max. You guys were talking. Is his name Max? You guys were talking about Ronda Rousey. <laughs> Max Cole. That's- yeah, Max, I believe, is in the chat room right now. And yeah, I guess, yeah. <laughs> he's someone I was gonna. Uh, I was going to use as an example for for something. I, I don't think he will appreciate it, but I was going to bring up the fact that our, our friend Max out there, he was, uh, for a while, he was hitting the, those vape pens, but with, with the cannabis oil in it, and he sort of had a bit of a heart issue at the time, and there he is laughing about it now. And yes, Max, I love you very much. I'm sorry, but I had to use you as an example again. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Don't. Don't hate me for too long. Yes, there's a video on YouTube right now. This kid wigging out because he's smoking something called uh, bubbly, pure THC. Bubbly. Yeah, and he wigs out and screaming like a girl running oh. around. I don't. I don't know, man. Uh, I think that the cannabis nowadays is way, way more potent than it was when I was in high school. And Joseph, where exactly are you located? I hope you don't mind me asking i'm down here in the south i'm in the sticks i am from little rock arkansas ah okay so what exactly is the perspective on marijuana out there do people think it's the devil's lettuce well i tell you what uh we had we were going to be the first southern state to legalize it we had enough people to get it through it was going to be voted and right when it it was going to be voted through uh, and right when it went into uh, where they were going to vote for it, uh-huh. somehow or another, they just threw it out and said there was something wrong with the paperwork. So there's a lot of people out here that are supported, but uh, we're still run by the Bible Belt. Oh, that is terrible. Yes, yeah, that so, is. So close, yet so far away. But I hear in Eureka Springs it's not so bad. and. They're about to have a paranormal conference there in April, I believe. Ah, very uh, cool. 
So yeah, I'm jealous of you guys out there in the West because you guys. Yeah. The Wild West. Yeah. You got the bigger skies, man. I'm a night watcher like Max there. I like to look at the stars <laughs> and stuff. And there's too many trees here. Yeah. I mean, you would, you would love it out here where I'm at, out in the country, out in the desert. And, um, it's, it's beautiful out here. You could see all the stars shining very, very bright. Man, you had, uh, John B. Wells on your show. That's pretty impressive, sir. John B. Wells is a good, good man in a, in a, I guess I could say, I could call him a friend now. And uh, he's someone I look up to and someone that, he's someone that I was going to give a phone call here to today. I was going to give his uh, cell phone a, a little ring there. I needed his advice on a number of things. But I, I know he's a little bit busy at the moment, so I didn't want to bother him yet. He, I had no idea he was into, uh, Zen. You know, he's into the whole, uh, focus and meditation thing. Oh, I, I, you know, you know, Joseph, our conversation or my conversations with, with John, they're always very special. You always hear these, um, bits and pieces of gold fall from the sky whenever John's on with me for some odd reason. He, he has the, I, I guess you could say, the tendency of really cutting loose when we are doing this together. Yeah, it was a, it was a really cool show. I've actually listened to it twice because I missed part of it and had to go back and listen to it again. He said a lot of things in there. You know that? You might be the next big thing on radio. I really think you might. I might you be the next big thing. thing. Yeah, you got a better chance than most, man. You really think so? Just your voice alone. You'd be surprised. People listen to this stuff because they want to get their ears tickled, you know. <laughs> you voice for it. Well, I, I do appreciate that compliment very much, and I, I take it beyond face value. It, it does mean a lot to me, truly. Hopefully you're right. Hopefully that happens. But do remember, if you if they like you too much, they'll take you away. And as I've learned, I've received some death threats. I've received some legal threats a time or two. I mean, these sort of things happen in life. Oh man, that's, you just gotta go get, you gotta go out there and get Matlock or Perry Mason or something, man. You know, when people bark at you, you just gotta bark louder and bigger. Apparently so. I mean, I'm a little, little bit worried <laughs> here, to be honest with you, but, um, I will push through. Yeah, I think you'll be alright, man. People, in my experience, especially in the South, down here, people, all right, people only threaten you when they're afraid, and that's it. You know, threats mm-hmm. come from fear. That's very true. So I wouldn't, I mean, if you've got, if you're causing people to fear you, <clears throat> and I wouldn't know in any other way other than maybe because they're afraid you might become popular. I mean, I don't know, but that could be a good thing. You know, don't let them get to you. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not you know, letting it get too too uh into my mind here even though i had a very difficult time sleeping the past 48 hours those were very difficult times for me but i'm feeling a little bit better here now that i'm on the microphone yeah i heard uh i was listening earlier i heard you play uh i'm so lonely like the chipmunk version that was hilarious (laughs) yeah (laughs) that was um that was pretty funny there you know what I figured out <clears throat> for anybody that wants to know, I have figured out what's going on with this tune in thing with all these browsers. Yeah, it's the browser. That's the main, 
um, problem I'm seeing here that most people are reporting in that the browser, uh, specifically, I think it was um, Chrome. No, not Chrome. Safari. That's the one. It's mo- and Chrome. Oh, it's Chrome too. Yeah, when they updated their browsers, they didn't update the code for uh, version one Shoutcast, and I don't think they're mm. going to do it anymore. Wow, I mm, I wonder who screwed that up. That's pretty stupid. It really is. That's that's a pretty careless mistake to make there. Yeah, so that's I mean, there's a lot of people asking them if they're going to fix it and stuff, but it it works on the phone fine though. The phone works great. Yeah, the mobile app, that's something I always tell people to use. And, of course, most people want to use their browser and they want to hang out in the chat room. And if they do, they could um, – I recommend Firefox. That seems to work out um, the most – I guess you could say the most reliable of, of all browsers out there. Yes, sir. Firefox is built by Internet Freedom Fighters. They keep everything going. Yeah, they keep it real out there, the boys at Firefox. They don't really bend to anyone, do they? No, I mean, it's it was built by uh, the same people that kind of do the same stuff uh, with Linux. You know, those guys, are, mm-hmm. they try to make everything free. So they're... Yeah, open source. I think Google might be trying to take over the planet, though, and we just don't know it. Have you Have you tried that new phone, the Google Pixel, or have you ever held it or looked at it? I'm quite curious myself now. I have that phone, as a matter of fact. Oh, shit, Funny you do. Yeah. How is it? Well, it's a great phone. It was built by HTC, and uh, I work in the uh, mobile industry, actually. So ah. it's not, uh, you know, it's my day job, right? So it's not like um, I see, it's actually, I work in tech, so I see a lot of phones break, freeze up, crash, you know. Mm-hmm. HTC doesn't do that, and that's who Google hired to build their phone. Ah, okay. Dropping some knowledge here on all of us. Yeah, so if you want a reliable phone, grab you an HTC phone or a Pixel. But I think the reason why I see so many iPhones crash is just because so many people have them, you know? And I have an iPhone now. Got to keep it updated. It's crazy, isn't it? It's it's freaking up, and then it'll freeze again. I really like it. It's a it's a great reliable phone. The operating system's great. But the the reason why I moved away from it the very first time, I don't know if you recall, but um do you remember when they did that whole plan with U two? Uh yeah, I think so. They basic they- yeah, they basically hijacked your phone and, and gave you their shitty album. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, that really pissed me off to the point where I said, you know what, I'm done with with the iPhone. I can't believe they did this to me. I I hate that fucking band so much. And (laughs) I just thought, what? Why did you do this to me, Apple? Am I really that bad? You hate me that much. So I thought the lead singer of U2 was going to be the next Antichrist once, you know, because he was just winning so many hearts and minds (laughs) so fast. Yeah, that guy is the devil. I don't like you two at all. That that's the worst, one of the worst bands out there. They're up there with Nickelback. <laughs> Nickelback, yeah. Yeah, Nickelback and um, Smash Mouth and um, who's that other guy? Um, crazy Train is that or Crazy some shit? Crazy whatever. <laughs> I don't even remember that guy's band. But there's another gentleman out there who I was feuding with on Twitter. 
um, God, I, I can't even recall his name, but he blocked me and, oh yeah, Sugar Ray, that, that band. Yeah. yeah. Same, don't they? Mr. McGrath out there, he blocked me from his Twitter account, by the way, cause he got mad at me for, um, criticizing his little band. Um, Mr. Mr. Big Man out there got offended by me and then he blocked me like the, like the big boy he is. <laughs> what a pussy. Well, you know, there's there's internet warriors and then there's real warriors. So, you know, you just got to separate yourself from them. Yeah. Oh, well, though, he got offended over nothing. I was just messing around, making fun of the worst bands of the 90s. And I consider his band one of the, one of the worst. And um, I don't think he liked that very much because one of his listeners sent him a link to the show. And I think he actually listened because the next thing I know, I actually hit refresh and I was magically blocked. Well, I got the same thing that happened on, uh, on my show. I had a guy tell me that, uh, I was, I need to shut my mouth if I'm going to bad talk Trump. And I was thinking, why are you here listening? And I didn't even say anything bad. All I said was, is everything in the news is about Trump. I'm tired of hearing it. Yeah, it gets a little old. That's, I can't blame you for thinking that way, Joseph, but let's, let's uh, backtrack here and tell the folks a little bit about yourself, Joseph. Well, I've lived in this place my whole life, and I started doing paranormal radio a little over two years ago. And like you say, this deep, dark corner of the Internet. Ah, yeah. I've just been having a blast ever since, man, meeting new people. You know, I'm really jealous of all you guys that live out in the West because you guys get to go to the coolest things, man. Like The the Wild West. Yeah, Joshua Tree, that. Oh my goodness. I can't, I can't say enough of that amazing place out there. What happened to you, Michael? I really want to know. Some crazy shit happened to me, man. I don't even, the whole entire trip, there's some things that happened that I can't even, I can't even reveal here on the air without getting into some serious legal trouble. And Ah, with, with the law, of course, Johnny Law. Definitely. There was a, quite a few things that went down that evening that Johnny Law was not very happy about and has been very sour on me ever since. And they're always on my ass every time I go out there. Oh, yes. Maybe <laughs> when I talk to you in private, I'll explain exactly what I'm referring to when I mean Johnny Law is definitely watching me every time I go out there. Well, I heard you say you had a paranormal experience because you were a big skeptic. You know? Yes. I always like to hear that. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Um. You know, I was doing this show here like I normally do on a Saturday, and I said, if I don't experience anything when I go to Joshua Tree, then I'm completely done with all this. I'm never going to talk about the paranormal. I'm never going to talk about UFOs. That shit's done. I'm gone. I'm, I'm, I'm just completely done with everything. And, well, magically, I experienced two different things on two separate occasions at Joshua Tree, and um, it's been pretty strange. I, I haven't stopped thinking about what happened to me that night, and I'm not sure if I'll ever know. The universe answered you, Michael. It really did. It really did. I I think so, and the universe has been on my side for quite some time now, and I hope it remains on my side with all these pressing issues that have been occurring in my life with these death threats and threats from the law and so forth and so forth. Man, uh, I guess I take it whoever's threatening you is not coming out and revealing themselves. Like you sound a little 
a little shaken up. It's really, you know what, dude? You're, you, you're a good dude from what I've heard. And most people are good in nature, but when the bad side comes out in people, that's when you really find out who people are. And it seems like, uh, seems like you're just being tested right now. That's all. Evil does exist in man. Yes, it does. It does. It does indeed, man. And I, I, uh, I hope that everything works out for you with that. Okay. Because Me too. I think you have a lot of good shows ahead of you. I do too. I do too. And I'm not taking this very lightly. I will be in contact with law enforcement shortly about all of this, no doubt. Yeah. So, uh, that's what I was wanting. I, maybe you can tell me in private too what your paranormal experience was because that's pretty cool. I think that's the coolest thing I've heard pretty much all year. Some, a skeptic that was ready to give it all up finally had a paranormal experience they couldn't explain. Exactly. And I could play it up all all day and all night, but that shit really happened. I, like I said, I'm completely skeptical of all these things and I've had experiences prior to this and I was still on the fence. But this thing sort of solidified a lot of things in, in my life. You remember when you were doing, uh, here recently, you were on, uh, Dave Cruz's show. He wanted you on there as a guest to talk to you. Beyond the Strange. Yeah, I was listening to that show, and that's the first time I heard your voice, and I was texting Dave the whole time. I was like, this guy, I hope this this guy might actually turn me, you know, and he was laughing about it because your voice, for the first time in my life, and I'm a straight male, I have no problems with my sexuality, (laughs) for the first time in my life, I said, this guy's voice is kind of turning me on a little bit. Oh, my goodness. Dave said, Dave started laughing. He couldn't believe I said it, but you know, I'm from the South. We just speak what's on our mind here. And I said, yeah, it's kind of weird. It's making me feel funny. Well, I, I appreciate your honesty here. That's, (laughs) that's always something that I do admire greatly in, in men and women. That's amazing. But I bet you got women beating your doors down, don't you, man? Oh, I don't know about that. I don't know. I don't know. Was pretty talented. Uh, play a New Year's Eve special. That was pretty cool. Didn't oh, miss a beat. You heard that? Yeah, it was pretty rad. That was a fun time. Well, I like to have fun, and you know, this whole show going down right now. Um, I wasn't planning to do any of this, but I decided, why not? I'll play some music and talk to a few callers, and we'll call it a night. Word. It's always Word fun. That. It's always fun to do that sort of thing. Most people out there only listen. Um, they only listen every now and then to interviews and that gets a little tiring for them and they don't mind me coming on here and playing music and, and playing DJ for the night and of course, um, interacting with them a little bit here. Yeah, that's cool, man. That's, that's good times. I, I, uh, so you go on live, what, every Saturday night? Is that when you go on live? Yes, every Saturday on uh, TuneIn or on endofdaysradio.org. You can listen there. There's an embedded player, and there's a chat room there, and there's a few people in there. Well, I need you to, I mean, if you want, you should come on my show as a guest, and I can introduce you to these southern ladies down here and see what they think about Oh, us. my goodness. Now you're Now you're trying to get me in trouble. Nah, nah, nah. They're good people, man. They, they, they speak what's on their mind, but they're good people. Well, I do appreciate that to you, but that's okay. Oh, that's horrible. But you know, I I do want to take this time right now and quickly give a shout out to um, the the listeners out there that are overseas. And usually, I give them a little shout out, and I, I name 
um, 10 different countries out there that tune into this program. And of course, the United States, they're always number one in um, listener sessions, listener minutes, all that. Um, they're always number one, but um, it's always a battle between number two, between the UK and Canada. They're always going hard, but something amazing happened, um, Joseph. Germany has taken the number two spot here, and the UK has uh, fallen to number three, and Canada back at number four. So it's quite amazing to see these other countries um, tuning in. I, I've never imagined myself to be listened to in other countries. Well, uh, you're, um, they ain't got, what time is it over there right now? I have no idea, but there's a few people listening from, um, Germany and the UK, and there's someone in the Netherlands right now. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah I had it's, someone it's awesome. listening from India once. I've never had, I've had some Canadian listeners, but, uh, I don't know, man. Maybe they don't like my southern accent. I don't get too many international listeners. I think people love the accent, by the way. I'm trying to get rid of it. You're trying to get rid of it, really? Yeah, I'm taking uh, classes to get rid of it, actually. Oh, shit. Really? Yeah. I never heard anyone say that before. (laughs) Well, it's the first time for everything, right? There really is. There really is. Some people think it's cool, and then some people... You know, they say I sound like Forrest Gump. Ah, uh, no, I wouldn't say that. So I don't sound, do I sound like an intelligent Southern person? Well, you don't sound ignorant to me. Right on. That's cool, man. Yeah, you sound fine to me. You don't sound, you don't sound dumb. You don't sound ignorant or anything like that. Maybe people are just trying to push my, play with my heartstrings. I think people are trolling you. Oh gosh, that's the last thing I need is trolls, man. Well, starting to get some though. No, there's plenty of them here. What do you do? What do you do about it? What's the best way to deal with a troll? Give him a big kiss. A big smooch, a big yeah. kiss and a hug. I, I love the trolls. I admire them. They put in a lot of energy out here. <laughs> it's amazing. They have to remember that I don't think about them nearly as much as they think about me. Yeah, so what do you think about uh Wells when he said that people shouldn't talk about the same subjects anymore because it's getting old? Ooh, I know, right? He was dropping that fire. He yeah, was, uh, he, he made was, a lot of sense, but at the same time... He was going wild, don't you think? I just thought, holy crap, look at John B. Wells go. Spitting that fire out there. Um, kind of um, recklessly throwing things around out there. I, I was really impressed by Mr. Wells. I think he's got a he's got a point, but you know we can't just let it go when people are waking up to it. I think we got to stay on it. I think that's what they want us to do is drop drop the subject. Someone know. told me that he had a personal axe to grind. Probably he I might. don't know. He might. I don't know. I really like John. I don't. I don't really care. Really, to be honest with you, if he does or doesn't, I I just think. I I admire the, the the person, the man or woman who is able to shoot from the hip. Yeah, he's uh he's got a pretty good following. Look, if any guy like that gives me advice or tells me something, I don't care if it's Art Bell, George Norrie, or any of those guys, I would listen. You gotta listen to them. They've been around the block, you know. They've done this a time or two. Yeah, 
And I've talked to Mr. Nori as well. And he's someone who I, I like very much, actually. I respect George. Yeah, that's uh, pretty cool that you got to meet George Nori. It was pretty crazy listening to Wells say the things that he did about Nori, though. I try to stay neutral, to be honest with you, during that interview. Yeah, man, that's all you can do is stay neutral. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you should definitely come be a guest on the show when you get time, man, because I know you're busy. you got to rile up a lot of guests, but I'd love to have you on. Sure, you just gotta send me um a couple dates and we'll see from we'll see where we go from there. Tell your buddy, is is Max okay? Or is he uh I thought Max was gonna call in. He said he was. Um might be Max if if Max if you're out there, go ahead and call in right now if you want. Um yeah, he said he's gonna call in, so we're gonna bring Max in right now. So bear with me here, we'll see what happens. Not sure if he's calling in through Skype or if he's using uh, the phone number, the 760-332-8947 number. Um, we'll find out in a moment here. Mr. Max Cole calling in, calling in to check in on us here. Over at End of Days, the Michael Deacon program, if you are listening live, do remember that you can catch the replay of this program on YouTube, SoundCloud, Stitcher, all those great places, iTunes. Just search End of Days and I'll be there. And of course, endofdaysradio.org, all the links are on there. Don't get lost for too long. That is a radical logo you got there, brother. Which one? The one with the, uh, it's the, the pyramid with the top coming off the UFO on the top of it. That looks pretty cool. Oh, you mean on Skype? Yeah. Oh yeah, that, well, the main logo rather. And yeah, thank you. That's a great image. One that I spoke a little bit about on the program when I said I was, I, I had this image in my head and I, I haven't been able to find an artist who can really recreate that image I have in my psyche there and I found this gentleman from Australia, um, South Africa rather, and he is this comic book illustrator and he is damn good. And he was able to capture everything I wanted, plus some more. Yeah, you know, uh, I'm kind of jealous of you too because, you know, all I have in my life is my dad and he don't care about talk radio. And I heard you say that your dad was a big fan of talk radio. I bet he, uh, Oh, he loves it. He loves talk radio for sure. And what was that? Sorry. I bet he's got your back. How much has he influenced you with this whole? Oh, he, oh, he's influenced me a ton. I mean, he was the, like I said, he was the first person to rally the fact that I should be doing my own program. He was telling me from uh, the the beginning to do it alone and not to have anyone with me. Oh, there's your, there's Max Cole. Look. Yeah, there he is. Max, what's going on? Oh, my God. Good evening, gentlemen. How's it going, man? Oh, not bad at all. Joseph, my God, what a fascinating discussion there, sir. Yeah, I'll just kind of yap what's on the top of my head. I have a problem with that, but, you know, I've been searching around trying to find radio shows since Mr. Bell quit, and you know how that happens. You, even us talk show hosts have to find our own show that we want to hear all the time, you know, and yeah. 
I've kind of just been listening to Michael and really, uh, I keep going back and listening. So that's a good sign, you know. Yeah, it was, I had to, wanted to say that, um, you getting aroused got me a little aroused. So I had to call in. I, you know, his voice yeah. almost became a threesome here. I'm like, let me, let me be the, uh, the, uh, you know, the third party here of this, uh, voice threesome. Three is company. <laughs> I love fucking well, I, Mike. I had to make a joke like that. I always like to find the, uh, the, I don't know. I like to make people slightly uncomfortable sometimes. And in the chat room when he was talking to Dave, I was like, this guy's voice is turning me on a little bit. <laughs> a few people laughed and a few people got scared, but uh, at least I knew who had a sense of humor and who was a homophobe. You know what I mean? That's a oh, good that's time. Funny. Yeah. That, that's funny. That's the best type of joke right there. You make them cringe and laugh at the same time. Yeah. By the way, Dave. speaking of uh, cringing there, and I'm sorry to cut you off there, but I, I had to ask Max this question. Um, Max, you heard that last show with that first caller, um, the famous blow-up doll named Tyrone. Um, what did you um, think about that segment there? Oh my God, I was driving to Vegas listening to this caller. Oh, my God. And, and she's talking about this blow-up doll and how she gets on top of it and my goodness gracious, I, I don't know. It's, it's, there's no rules on end of days. How did I miss that? I missed that. It's a bit of a rattlesnake out here. Definitely. And yeah, Joseph, that was on the last show. It hasn't been posted on the website. Actually, there's two shows that haven't been posted on the website. But of course, if you go on the website, and click the little YouTube link there. You'll find the channel. And of course, that's always, that's always updated. Oh, jeez. That was outrageous. It so really nice. was. It really was. That was goddamn, um, tasteless and classless and repulsive and offensive and beautiful. And I loved it. Yeah. What's funny about that? You two is that I was listening and I'm thinking, is she making this up? She was, was not. She was not at all. This was real. That's the thing. When she got a little further into that discussion, <laughs> really enjoying it. I thought she was getting aroused. I think she really was. It was insane. <laughs> I told you, bits from uh, um, bits of gold fall from the sky every now and then here on the show. <laughs> oh my god! You you bring that out in people, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> I really do hope so because that was so much fun, and. You know, I really wish it could be like that every night here on the show, and I really wish I could be doing this every night of the week. I, I really um, think I have it in me to do it. Five nights a week. <clears throat> That's a strong call. Maybe I think I can. I think I could do it. Man, I got exhausted thinking about it. I know. It's a very tiring thing to do, but I feel I, I truly feel like I was meant to do this sort of thing. Salute to that. By the way, that doll situation, I hate to bring it back there again, but uh -oh. I was thinking about it. I, I would try it. I would definitely try. You're trying? Like, you're if, if a sex robot, uh, you, I would give it a try. You'll give, give, give it a, a Yelp review? I would. <laughs> that's so funny. You don't think that's part of the transhumanism thing, right? I mean, I, it, it totally is. It totally is. <laughs> it really, I think it is. They are, they are preconditioning, a, a, they are conditioning the minds already. I, I think so. Well, the thing is, gentlemen, don't you think we're getting a little bored? I mean, we've tried everything. I mean, you know, it's, it's like we've seen everything. You can go on Twitter right now and see ass and anything you need to see. It's right there 
at a push of a button. So it's like, you know, why not try a, a sex robot? George okay. Michael tried everything too. <laughs> and look where that, look where that, uh, ended up at there. Oh my. To tell me you guys, that doesn't creep you out? It does actually. It, it is, it, it is a little creepy to know that there's people out there that want to implement some sort of AI in these sex bots. That's the creepy part. Well, if you think about dating anyways, half the, uh, I can say at least a third of the females that I've dated kind of, uh, were, uh, well, less equipped than robots, but I'll, uh, I'll leave it at that. Oh my. Did you get tricked? <laughs> well, let's just say it's, uh, been an interesting experience over the years. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Oh my God. There's like crickets on the line here. You always about that. Are we breaking up? We were breaking up just a little bit there and I was hoping Joseph uh, would let out a, a little bit more of a laughter there. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, it's just creepy to me to think about a robot walking in the room, giving you the eye. It I, has ooh. no soul. It has no heart. That and then it wants, creepy. it wants a piece of you. That is creepy, man. <laughs> Sounds like my last. Two or three, uh, girlfriends. Oh, Max, I had a feeling you'd say that. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> yeah, Just, that's kind of weird though, seeing some like robotic flesh thing coming through your room and just giving you those seductive <laughs> eyes. Telling you, hey Joseph, how are you? Let me oh, go lay you. down with you, Joseph, give you a big kiss. Now you have found the thing that's creeped me out. What do you clean it off with? A pressure washer? <laughs> Seriously, right? How the hell do you clean that thing? Oh my. Here's, here, here's another thing that was really creepy. I was seeing, um, some random website was, um, some random form. I'm not even sure which one it was. I don't know if it was Reddit or if it was on, um, some other dark corner of the internet, but there was these photos of these men and they had the, they had, they actually had their sex dolls with them at this convention. That was really creepy to see, and um well, I'm not surprised by the men who actually have those things with them in their lives, and some of these things were really badly and poorly put together. Um, some people had these elaborate sex dolls, some people had these really shitty ones that looked terrible it was It was insane, my God. I the think thing. I'd be comfortable with a terrible one than I would oh, with a lifelike. Hold on, someone is calling in right now. Let me answer this one second here. Hello, um, someone named Jimmy is on the line. What's going on? Oh, hi, Michael. How's it going, Jimmy? Oh, I'm a, I'm a big fan of your show. Jimmy, what's wrong? Why do you sound like that? I'm a 14 year old boy. Damn it, that, that's how that's how it sounds. Oh no, 14. Jimmy, why are you listening to this program? It's, it's wrong. It's, it's dirty. It, it's the devil. Why are you doing this, Jimmy? I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be honest with you, Michael. Okay. I really like your voice. Oh, thank you, Jimmy. I like your voice too. It sounds pleasant. It, 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 it makes me a little curious, you, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I'm having some thoughts. I, I, I talked to my dad about it, but oh, he's he says you, you shouldn't think like that, son. But I, I, I keep coming back, and my my boxers are soaked. Oh no, Jimmy! You need to run to Christ, Jimmy. I don't think 
Jesus could help me now, Michael. I don't think he could. I, I think Jesus. I really think you could help me right now. Only I could help you, Jimmy. Yeah, just sought to me with that voice. Oh, Jimmy. Jimmy, I need to tell you something here. One day you're going to grow up to be a fine man no matter what they say about you. Just remember that, okay, Jimmy? Oh, I'll remember, Michael. Can, can you read me a little Bo Peep? A little Bo Peep? I don't actually have that in front of me, but if I did, I would oh, read sure, it to you're you. shitting me. I'm pretty sure you have Google. You can Google it up. You want me to Google that right now? Please. It'll put me to bed right now. Man, that's a lot of work to do. That's a lot of goddamn work, Jimmy. A lot of goddamn work. You love your fans. You'll you'll, you'll do it. Well, little Bo Peep has lost her sheep and can't tell where to find them. Oh, boy. Leave them alone and they'll come. They'll come all over the place and they'll go home. Oh, boy. Bringing their tails behind them. Oh, mom was like, I like the sheets on. Little Bo Peep fell fast asleep. Oh. And dreamt she heard them beating their meat. Oh, what kind of meat are they beating, Michael? Don't, don't fuck with me right now. Tell me what kind of meat they're beating. Oh, I think you know what kind of meat they're beating there, Jimmy. Oh. Oh, there goes another pair of socks. Oh, no. You're actually one of those, Jimmy, that use a pair of socks. Oh, I'm sure I'm not really well down. <laughs> oh, Jimmy. I, I hope you are feeling better, though. I, I, I do need to go oh, back you, to the other callers. My nightmare, Michael. Jimmy, I, I do love you very much, and I, I do need to get back to the other callers now, Jimmy. I love you too, Michael. I love you so much. Keep listening to the show and stay black. Thank you. Take care, buddy. Oh, there we go. Hello, gentlemen. I'm back from that wonderful call. What? What was that, Michael? I have no idea, but that was Jimmy calling in. Um, I don't know who that was. Just some random guy that sent me some friend request here. And I let them on. He sounded like he, uh, sounded like he's got a little bit of a problem. I think <laughs> you helped him through it. I, I, I think I did. I think I might have helped him just a little bit there. Yeah, that was Jimmy. I, I don't know who he is, but he said he was 14. Little Jimmy out there. Poor guy. Hopefully he grows up to be a, a fine young man. Oh man, he might need to have a discussion with his parents, you know, just open oh, yeah. up a little bit. Yeah, he might need to turn to Christ, in my opinion. <laughs> he might need to find um God or Jesus, rather. He needs to go to Jesus. That's that would help. But yeah, I, I did read him a bedtime story, so hopefully he's fast asleep now. <laughs> well, now you do it, Michael. What was I probably that? Probably would have done that call. Why? Now you do it. You don't know how I do what? How do you handle a call like that? You just did it, though. That was very well, impressive. Well, that was a good call there. I didn't want to let him go away. He sounded yeah, like a fine a... man. <laughs> he sounded delicious. He sounded delicious. <laughs> yeah. You know, I am a cannibal. Oh, my goodness. You're a cannibal? I'm a cannibal. <laughs> 
I don't know anything about that, man. Does it uh does it help you with your jujitsu? Tastes like chicken. <laughs> it certainly does. But yeah, what exactly what the what exactly were we talking about before I got that other call and before we went to um Crazy Town there? There was a gentleman with the uh the sex bots. Oh the sex it, bots, yeah, here we go again. Yeah, let's bring it back to um the sex bots and the, the AI that these people actually want to implement and um we see these big these big time ballers out there and um China and Japan and um some folks out there in Europe. They're the ones who are, are those those are the ones that actually scare me to be honest with you. Those are the ones that are coming up with all kinds of crazy shit in labs. And those are people that you don't want to mess with. Certainly. <laughs> Better than in Florida. Oh God, Down Florida. Just rig them up themselves. You know, they put a weed eater motor on it and a pull start engine. And it's, <laughs> it's, it's really neat. I'm telling you that, that's what I, uh, that's what I'm trying to describe to you. These people that I saw at this, um, this convention, these photos and, and these men, they put together their own, um, sex dolls. And like I said, they were put together really, really bad and it's quite hysterical when you see the photos the thing about this whole sex doll thing is it's just a lot of let's hassle i mean you know you don't have to do all the things that guys sometimes subject themselves to do to impress you know the female out there the you know the, the these bachelors we, we try sometimes to do a little bit too much and you know, sometimes it just doesn't go so well. You know, oh, it's a sex doll. You just turn it on and go Max. to <laughs> just Are you a transhumanist, Max? <laughs> Max is down with the doll. <laughs> I'm open to it. I can say that I'm open he's to op- it. He's open-minded. Indeed. A lifelike doll. Lifelike flesh. You would, and the, the <laughs> eyes moved and it talked and all that. You would, you would do that? Hey, I, I, I'll tell you what, you might have a better conversation than you could, you could a human sometimes. Oh my. <laughs> well, I'm not going to argue with that. I, I've talked to a few people that I just thought, why am I wasting any energy or breath on you? Absolutely. I mean, imagine that you can program it to do anything that you'd like or to say anything that you'd like. Isn't that what some of us want sometimes anyways? You know, don't, don't, don't people try to do that sometimes in their own relationships? Try to reprogram you? Sure. And this is something I have, I've always said. People are going to do whatever they want. And yep. believe me, I've learned from personal experience that people definitely are going to do whatever they want. Right. I mean, listen, look at what people are doing with their dogs. I saw, I saw a female make out with her dog the other day. Ew. That would- I tell you what, you I mean this? We're getting there. We're getting close. That's pretty nasty already. You know, you've you've got you've got folks that have put the uh, the peanut butter on the uh, the giants there. The vagina oh there, no! The dog goes to town. That's a little. That's, oh you know, that's, no! <laughs> yeah, that's that's horrible, guys. You know, it's at least with a robot. You know, you get a little bit more of a a human experience. I'll help him create it. I believe we know which side of the line Max is on in this situation. <laughs> there are no lines. There are no <laughs> There's no lines. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, you know, in my last marriage, I do, I will say this. If, 
my Xbox had the right parts, I probably wouldn't have needed my wife, you know. <laughs> oh my. I've, I've heard many men say things like that. It did cause my divorce too, I think, you know. Really? But, uh, holy, I, holy yeah. hell. <laughs> it caused your divorce. Yeah, I remember I was playing, uh, you guys, do you ever, you guys play first person shooters at all? Of course, yeah. yeah. Sure. Okay. You remember a game called Rainbow Six Vegas when it first came out? Yep. Yeah. yeah I remember. All right. Playing that game and she walks out wearing nothing. And I did, you know, I've been playing that game like a zombie, you know, for over a week. I think I gained like 40 pounds, you know, and I'm staring at the TV and she walks out wearing practically nothing and, and just, she was trying to get my attention and I made a mistake and just kind of pushed her over to the side to get out of my way. And she didn't talk to me after that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wonder why she didn't talk to you. I don't know. I mean, I was, I had a passion for Xbox. She just didn't understand me. She didn't, she didn't understand the Xbox lifestyle. That's all. Yeah, I mean, all she had to do was wait until I was done. I would have been done about 3 a.m. and I would have went in there. I'm going to wake her up, you know. Take care of business, yeah. You would have taken care of business. But uh, if if they make, I'll tell you this, Max, if they make a video game console that can do that, maybe maybe I might. As long as it doesn't have eyes. I I, I can't (laughs) deal with the eyes. (laughs) Right, right. But what do you both think about the possibility of even virtual reality? That whole, you know, put on some goggles. Would you try a game out like that that had, you know, uh, a little, a little uh, virtual? Doesn't that already form? exist with the Oculus <laughs> Rift? <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Now, if you've ever been walked in on, think, imagine yourself being walked in on with a set of those on your head. Oh <laughs> my, yeah, that's that's a frightening experience of, for sure. That 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 takes it to a different level. I mean, people oh, walking in on you and you're like naked walking around on, on the Oculus Rift thing and you're butt ass <laughs> naked and they see you with just this headset on. I'm sure they're thinking all kinds of weird shit. Yeah, and then uh, the, the Google Cardboard, you know, you don't have a thing to hold that up. So what are you going to use your belt <laughs> and tie it off around your head? Now what do you look like? Oh, my. Yeah, technology, for better or for worse, um, 2017 and beyond, it's going to be... Fascinating to say the least. <laughs> they do have a little cylinder thing though now that you can, have you guys seen that? That you can run and like interact in? You have to wear these, uh, special shoes and you can, it looks like you get a lot of exercise out of it. Yeah, I've <laughs> seen that. It, it does look a little tiring on the legs for sure. And yeah, I, I could see that as a, as a good means to get some exercise in. I'm really interested in this jujitsu thing, though, man. I, I'm thinking about getting back into it. I'm way out of shape, though. You could get into jujitsu whenever. Just get in there and, and tough it out. Um, the way I learned, the way I got even better was just by grappling. Not even, not even nice. being taught certain techniques. Just getting in there and rolling with people that are, are a lot better than you. Um, that taught me way more than just some instructor, to be honest with you. Just the fact that you can get information from these different people that you're rolling with and you just have to ask them, you know, how you got caught in, in, in a certain submission and they'll teach you that certain setup and then 
you'll have that in your head and you're not going to get caught like that ever again. <laughs> I, I trained under, um, uh, Higgin Machado, a little bit under Carlos down here in Dallas, and then a little bit under, uh, John Webb and Roly. I don't know if you remember a guy named Roly Delgado, but he was on the Ultimate Fighter, you know, the oh, show. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. I recall. And, uh, I trained under them for a few years, but man, I just, I don't know, I just couldn't do, I'll be honest with you, man, I couldn't cut it when it came to the uh, conditioning. There's no shape in the world like fight shape. There isn't. Well, you just have to go in there just at least once or twice. Don't try to go in there that many times or you're going to burn yourself out or get uh, injured. There's lots of people that I, that um, end up getting um, injured a, a lot of times in jiu-jitsu. And, of course, I'm paying for that now after doing it for so long. My back is not what it used to be, and neither are my knees. Hmm. Yeah, but... I'm still pretty flexible and I'm still able to move around pretty good. Um, but there's certain little angles that I have to be cautious of or else my knee will definitely not like it very much. Right, right. You ever, you ever compete? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's actually footage of me competing in one of these tournaments out there. I think it was one of my first tournaments I've ever competed in and there's footage of that. And I have a long history of, of having these backyard challenge matches, grappling matches, um, actual fights, full contact fights, um, or grappling in someone's garage with like really shitty mats. And people have watched me do this for, for many years. And I've helped train quite a few local fighters in my area. And uh, every now and then somebody will want to get down and I'll tell them to show up at the gym and we'll, you know, we'll handle it on the mat. Love that. Yeah, it's a great time. It's just, you know, sometimes some people take it too far nowadays. People send you death threats in the mail, you know, things of that nature, that uh, nature there. Yeah, it's a week. Yeah, it's a do little strange. Train at all? Like, do you do any of that, Max? Any oh, martial arts? Well, more of a boxing, boxing fan myself, yeah. More hand-to-hand combat. <laughs> that used to be my thing back in... Years ago, it's something that I uh, really enjoyed doing all the time. There's something about that hand-to-hand combat, just in general, men, that, uh, you know, taking out someone and uh, putting a whooping on them, that's, I don't know if it's animalistic or what, but uh, I don't know. I think it's, that's fun. We have a lot of aggression in us that we need to release and... Those yeah. type of situations are always good, but of course, I don't recommend anyone out there fighting in the street or anything of that nature. Or you, you want to do everything legally, right? Right. Nowadays, people don't want to do that. Man. They people don't want to use weapons, guns. Yeah, they they want to fight dirty. Yeah, like you can't get into a fight, just a square fight. Nope, not anymore. Right. Not without right. fighting right. two other guys. Right. Yeah, they're afraid. To, they don't believe in themselves. Yep. Yep. Yeah, you're not so, gonna you're not gonna find the fair fight out here at, at a bar, uh, in uh, North Park at at two in the morning, out here in California. For those who are in that area, they know what's going on. It's a college town. Um, sometimes you go out there drinking a, a time or two, and there's quite a bit of chaos out there, and no one's fighting fair. Yep. I don't I know even how it would last in California. 
<laughs> it's a pretty wild place, to be honest with you. You'd love it. You're in Arkansas? Yeah. Nice. yeah. Mm-hmm. Home of Bill Clinton. Mm-hmm. Presidential elect Bill Clinton, that is. Not anymore. My goodness. The politics. It's- Wasn't he a pimp, though? At least he was a pimp. <laughs> I liked him. I didn't think he was that horrible. No, he wasn't that bad. I mean, he, he, he just, a lot of people were jealous of him, I thought, you know. I think so. He kind of let it all hang out. Literally. Literally, yes. <laughs> He's pretty, pretty wild he, guy. He pretty, the uh, CIA's version of the sex doll. He's tried out four years ago, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, yeah, but by the way, Joseph, what's the name of your program? It's called uh, Lighting the Void. A very weird name I came up with when I was trying to come up with names, but I couldn't get away from it. And that's um where's that located there, Joseph? That's at lightingthevoid.com. Very cool. It's, it's you know, light like L I G H T lightingthevoid.com. Had some cool guests on, you know, and made some new friends and I keep I keep finding new cool people in this uh world of uh radio, online radio, talk radio. It's really fun, right? But it's a small pool, I think. In the, yeah, there's a in the, in regards of like paranormal guests, it's a very small pool. Mm-hmm. Oh, you you were saying something about this was fascinating to me cuz I I think terrestrial radio I hope it doesn't go away, but it might. And you said something about um, during the holidays, they give the radio people the boot. Why do they do that? Ah, yeah. Well, that's that's something that the radio industry has been doing for quite some time. It's kind of prolific. Um, it's a cutthroat business, and if they want to get rid of you, I think that's kind of, in their in their perspective, the best time because it's the holiday and you're going to be with your family. And sometimes they also... Um, take that advantage to rub it in your face. And, yep. you know, they love to do that. Of course, they'll deny that, but if that wasn't the truth, then why do they continuously do it? If it wasn't a fact, if it wasn't truth, if that, did, that didn't hold any fucking water. Um, yeah, as soon as they're done with you, they'll give you the boot right up your ass. And that's it. That's how it's done in the radio industry. And I think, I think it's going away ever so uh, slowly, ever so slightly. Um, the biggest companies out there haven't made a profit. I don't think I would want to be employed by any company that's not making a profit. Do you? No, no, man. I, I didn't know. The reason why you said the reason why I asked that is because I don't know anything about terrestrial radio. You know, I just listen to it, but I didn't know they did that to people like that. Yes, they do. They treat you like if you're trash. That's crazy, man. Well, you know what? More people are on the internet anyways. I don't even turn my radio on anymore, to be honest with you. Well, m- a lot of people don't. A lot of people really don't anymore. Go ahead, Max. Sorry. No, I was thinking about what you guys are saying, and I've tried that. You know, you turn on the radio now, and it's just dead stations or stations that have shitty signals. My God, it's just a mess. And then what you hear is just garbage, the same crap recycled over and over and over again. It's just a mess. It's nonsense, right? Terrestrial radio is dying, and it hurts me very badly because I love radio so much, and I really would have loved to get in the business back in 20, 2005, rather, 
And I, I tried, you know, and I was treated like garbage. As soon as I went into that station, I was given a tour and they looked at me and they just didn't like me whatsoever, especially the, the DJ there. He was very concerned when I walked in there and I, I think he heard me talking and he looked kind of worried when I was getting that little tour there in the studio at my local station. I don't think, um, he thought very highly of that. I think he probably thought they were going to give him the boot. All right. He might have pulled you in there to scare him because he was sucking it up or something, you know? I think so, because I'm not exactly sure why they brought me in there for if I wasn't going to get a position. Well, there's a lady out there named Valerie Geller. I read her book, and she's trained a lot of radio hosts, and I just read it because I wanted to get better, you know? And she said that there's a lot of managers and directors in the business that do that, that they, they get new talent. And they don't ever give them time to develop, and that's what—that's why they go under. Because you can't expect somebody to do something in two nights, you know. Yeah, I hear ya. And there's lots of people in radio that that I personally feel don't belong in radio and just lack charisma, but they're in there because of nepotism. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yeah, that's a word. Yeah, it really so, does. It'll sound shockwaves through your spine. I don't know where about where you guys are at, but here, you know, like I say, I turn it on every now and then, and it's nothing but conservative. No, oh, God. Right-wing right wackos? Oh. Yeah, I know. But that's who bought it out. That's why it's gotten, you know, it's pretty Oversaturated much with that? Yeah. Yep. I mean, mo- most people need to realize and wake up now that both left and right play for the same team. It doesn't really matter. These are all talking heads. It's really the shadow government behind everything here, let's be honest. The names of those that we'll never see, that will never come to the light of day, those are the ones who are truly in charge. Yeah, they get to test out all the new, you know, sex dolls, and then they play yeah, with our minds. Exactly. They're going to send them to Max first. I am welcome <laughs> that. At least if they send it overnight, I would certainly appreciate that. Priority's fine, too, as long as it doesn't come USPS, because then I'll probably have to go downstairs and pick it up, and that might be embarrassing. So <laughs> I definitely want to sign for the sex doll. I, I do want to put my signature on that, uh, That's funny. that big box. By the way, Max, now that I have <laughs> you on here, um, are there any future projects that you will be doing here on the horizon now that it's 2017? What's new for Max Cole and, um, God. the director, I guess you could say landscape? Yeah, I, I'm really excited about this year, man. There are projects that I had really been working out towards the end of last year that are, uh, definitely making their way on the palette this uh beginning half of the year so i'm really thrilled about finishing those projects up i've got two projects that i can't wait to edit and get out there it's been real i've been fortunate it's been really a blessing with the projects that i've um done thus far and the people that i've had an opportunity to work with but i think the best is yet to come one of the things that i'm doing is really focusing on uh, more visual storytelling with the projects that are coming up some a little bit more avant-garde type of films a little more art house type more my style, a little bit more cinematic and less about uh, issues or social issues and things of that nature, but really uh, diversifying my portfolio from a short film standpoint, but 
I'm also working on two feature films and I can't wait to, uh, really get those out there and developed and get some folks in those films that, um, that have some uh, social media status and that are out there doing their thing. I think, you know, when you, when you can combine that, you can really make a splash in the independent film community. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's really one of my goals moving forward is to get those feature films out there because that's, that's really, uh, how you change and, uh, really draw people to your work. And I think that, um, you know, that's something that's always been a long range goal of mine, but I, I really feel fortunate with the film thing because I've worked really hard. I mean, it's been, I've been out here for 10 plus years now. So, you know, Los Angeles is crazy. It really is. It's a totally different animal and I'm not the Hollywood type, as you know, you know, I, I'm really, um, cut from a different cloth. I'm from Pittsburgh. You know, it's uh, the, the better half of Pittsburgh. Unlike the, some of those, <laughs> Pins, that, that one guest yes. you have, I'll just put it that yes. way. Yes. <laughs> Love that. Uh, um, God. Uh, let me not even go there. Yeah, let's not even. Oh, man, that's how he did it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and you know, I, I just want to make, just have, make an impact and tell cool stories and, and just, just create. I think the independent film era, just like broadcast radio is changing and evolving. It's getting younger. It's getting smarter. I think people are more skilled now. I mean, look at what you gentlemen are doing, uh, that's, you know, the people didn't have that opportunity to do that, nor do they have the technology or expertise to do that. It actually is a testament to how the uh, broadcast is, the media in general has changed in this, um, in this, uh, in, on this platform and, you know, in film. So I think uh, there's the sky's the limit in terms of what we can do. If you work really hard at it, you're talented and you're really focused, you know, there's, there's no boundaries. The only thing that can stop you is yourself. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's, and you you know, I, I, I love, uh, I love what, what, what opportunities that we have now, especially with the internet. And hopefully it doesn't continue to get, you know, it doesn't get policed in the FBI and all these different, uh, not FBI, but the, um, you know, the, uh, FCC doesn't, uh, mm. put its hands on it or anything like that. I think the great thing about the internet and social media is that, you know, we have an ability to distribute, uh, you know, media. Uh, it quickly and that's uh we live in a good time right now that's true so, yeah we we definitely do live in um these amazing times and joseph um i'm not sure if you're aware but max is a director yeah i'm a filmmaker love that's it awesome. i was gonna tell you I, I was i'm a big film buff man so that's really cool oh awesome awesome i was actually in a short film one time and they never like they never produced it. It was a really cool little short horror flick where I played a cop and his best friend's ex-girlfriend cooked his kids and ate it and he didn't know about it. He's going to be a movie, but they, you know, I did all the takes. I dressed up and everything and I asked the guy, I said, so when are you going to, when are you going to make this thing? And never heard anything since. So yeah, it was a production issue. I'm sure. Yeah, that happens. Yeah. So. I have a feeling that it's something with production. Um, something with politics, obviously. There's politics in everything. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So, so true. But film is fun. I mean, it's a fun playground to create in, but it's, it's, it's interesting too. It's, you know, it's the only time we really, I mean, we watch ourselves on screen. How bizarre is that? And yeah, we entertain weird. ourselves. It's a little weird, right? Yeah. It's spooky. Talking monkey. Uh, you got movies out now that I could watch or anything? You got content out that I could go see? 
Yeah, yes. short, short, short films. I'll have to, uh, sing you. We'll, we'll have to chat about that. Yeah. I, um, short films. I, I have, uh, films that have been in festivals that I haven't, uh, distributed online, uh, yet because they've been, uh, doing their festival circuit thing and they kind of prohibit against, you know, showing these films online sometimes, uh, some certain festivals. So I try to, uh, kind of fly under radar. I've been flying under radar a lot with my short films. Um, been kind of, um, doing that purposely too from a strategic standpoint as well uh because I, I really am uh kind of licking my chops for these feature projects that are uh on their way so i'm really excited to say the least guys just excited nice how did you two meet michael how did you and max meet each other i'm kind of interested can I, can I answer, can I say one thing on that, Michael? Okay, go ahead. I owe this man because this guy here reached out. I don't even know where from or whatever, but my first, I had an opportunity to first appearance on this show was just, I was hooked ever since I started listening to previous shows and, uh, just was treated so fucking good for lack of better words, uh, by this man and, uh, just a really respectful guy. Somebody that I've grown to know who works his ass off. I mean, there are like times when I'm texting this guy at four o'clock in the morning and he's working on the show or working on something related to the show. So, you know, I, I'm glad I met him. Um, you know, just somebody who's, I think is ridiculously talented and also just a, a really hardworking, uh, cool cat. So, um, yeah, I, I just had to say that. Uh, it was, I, I, it was a privilege and an honor too because you do this film thing and you don't know who's watching and uh you know this gentleman reached out and uh you know the rest is history and uh, i'm looking forward to it i'm trying to get him to do some film stuff actually because i think he's got that killer voice and uh we have similar film interests and uh yeah i'll i'll, I'll let you go there i just had to say that oh uh, just out of yeah well amen to that you're not going to get any argument from me out of that one. Um, that was quite a praise there, Max. I appreciate your compliments there. It means a lot. And for sure, I have seen your work and do respect your opinion greatly. And, of course, I do look forward to maybe, hopefully, working with you in the near future in one of these projects of yours. Good stuff. I think people will be surprised. I've got, some, got a good idea. The sleeve. Uh, it'll, be, it'll be fun. As long as it's a horror film, I gotta get in there on, on one of those. It's, it's been a dream of mine. Absolutely. Absolutely. As everyone knows out there, I watch horror movies almost religiously. And, um, the last one I watched was Jeepers Creepers. Had to go back in time to watch that one since, you know, it, it was a fun little, um, modern horror flick from yesteryear. Um, wow. Joseph, did you like that film at all? Or did you think it was a little too corny, too cheesy, too shitty? A little, you know, I gave, I started to give up on horror films, and I don't know if you even call this a horror film until I saw Willow Creek. Oh yeah? Yep, Willow is, Creek. Is that the, mm-hmm. uh, that's the one, uh, I think that's the right name, the one that had the crazy, crazy Australian guy in it. Yep. Is that the right one? Or, I, oh my god. Believe that it is. Movie, I stop watching it, man. I think I saw that with an ex-girlfriend. <laughs> I just randomly thought about that right now. I think it, I think so. Yeah. Played that guy, that guy 
should have won an Oscar or whatever for that, man, because it was, I was freaking out the whole time watching that because it seemed so real because there's probably somebody like that in the world for sure, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there is. I'm sure there is. There's all sorts of weird people out there. I mean, come on, there's people out there who collect stamps, and that's something I mention every now and then, but... Come on, uh, there, there's really, there really are people who are into stamps, for God's sakes. Who are those people? Yep, stamps, like postage stamps. Yeah, there's you know, people that are into that. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's weird. Yeah, it is weird. It's a little strange, right? But then, of course, there's people who play with ants. They have those ant farms. Yep. Have you, have you seen those videos on YouTube, by the way? I, I, I don't know how. But I randomly found some video on YouTube of some guy who has this really complex, elaborate um, ant farm in his in his room there, and it's it's pretty <laughs> wild. I think he has like fire ants or some crazy shit like that. And well, I saw one. Oh wait, I saw um, fire ants uh, kill a cow down south. Actually, oh cool, really? Yeah, please. Yeah, a bunch see, of red ants. See, now I'm interested in that. That yeah, was spooky. That is That's kind of sad. spooky. It'd be hard not to watch. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? I was in Texas too. That was tense. Nature is is fantastic, by the way, even though it's um pretty scary. Um, but um, Max, going back to your trip in Vegas, can you tell us what went down there? Did you behave? What did you do? <laughs> Inquiring minds want to know. I. I will say I, I misbehaved and, and I'll just, I, I can't give any more details right now. I will later, but it may get me in trouble. So I will, uh, say I misbehaved in Vegas. Max, you're a bad boy, Max. Doesn't to this robot thing at all, does it? Uh, no. You didn't order a robot back there? Uh, no, but, uh, there's a lot better product there than that. But oh, you know, oh my they, goodness. Yeah, there's. Isn't that crazy? I went to Vegas, uh, a couple of years ago. You know, I, I went out there just, I don't know, it was weird. I jumped on a plane and went out there because I'd never been. And it was like a whole new world. And they got these women, man, on the side of trucks. Just, yep. you know, billboards of women on trucks like, hey, give this one a try. And that's a digital. It's crazy, man. It's not, it didn't even seem real to me, you know? Right, right. Vegas is great because, I mean, I think it embraces adulthood because, I mean, there, you, you, you know, every room's got intimacy kits and I, there's, you know, you've got the, the escorts that kind of just make themselves into every casino and they look great. <laughs> it's so and, funny. Yeah. And, and they, you know, they just make themselves, you all, you always can tell because they're always by themselves and they're wearing nothing. So. Yeah, that's true. You know, I haven't been to my old stomping grounds since um '97. Oh my God! I know, right? It's been that since '97. I haven't been there. God damn, that's insane. The the best fun fact about you though is that you were conceived there. I was conceived there, and that's a fact. That Jeez. is a fact. Conceived in a hotel room. Um, somewhere on the, I don't know what floor it was, but it was, uh, it was at Circus Circus. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Doesn't get any better than that. It really doesn't. And I think that that air must have affected me somehow as soon as I was shot out of there. <laughs> Literally. 
Oh, so yeah. That's where you're, is that where you're from, I guess, is Vegas. I didn't know that. Vegas, cool. Clark County. Oh, wow. I am a product of Las Vegas. Nice. That's very true. And, Max, did you see that Billy Mays right there on the left side of your screen? Oh, wait, I wasn't the... In the chat room? Shoot, I wasn't the... Or on the, the website, rather? I didn't uh, see. Yeah, I was... My my apologies. I Good was... old Billy Mays. <laughs> oh, my God. I wonder what it's like to party with Billy Mays, by the way. Jeez. Now that I'm thinking about it, he might have partied pretty hard. <laughs> A lot harder than we've ever expected to ever hear about, but I think so. I'm looking at that that uh, smile of his right now, and I'm looking into his eyes, looking into the soul, uh, well, the soul that was once there of, of one Billy Mays, and I'm seeing inside of him right now, and I'm thinking, yeah, it, it must have been a pretty good time to party with Mr. Billy Mays. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> as um, archaic as that sounds, I think it's true. Now, Max, I do want to thank you for calling in here. It's been fun talking to you. Do you want to leave us with any final words? Man, it has been a blast talking with you two tonight. It has been a hell of a time, and that's all I've got to say. And definitely consider upgrading your sex bot to version (laughs) 2.5. Full of wonderful features, many of which involve... Oh, I'll let you find out. Human skin from Germany. And see, he's already, he just admitted it right there. He was involved <laughs> all the way. He is an agent. Indeed. Enjoy the rest of the evening, gentlemen. It's all been right. a pleasure. And my, my man, Joseph, make sure you continue to, uh, stargaze. Oh yeah, man. I never stop doing that. I can't salute to that. All right, God. Max. Love you. Love you a lot, buddy. And we'll talk to you soon. Back at you, man. Have a good one, you guys. Take care. Or we'll see you. Later. And once again, I do want to apologize for um, the misunderstanding here, folks. I was supposed to be joined by Michael Alec, the great Michael Alec there. And apparently he might have drank himself into a long period and that sort of happens, right, Joseph? You kind of sleep yourself into these long periods of hibernation. Yeah, but it would make for great conversation because there's no telling what he would say. It really wouldn't. But I, I, it just, it just, um, you know, he's living up to the whole legend of who he is, basically. Yeah, man, you get some really cool guests on your show. I couldn't write it. I, I couldn't write it any better way, Joseph. That was. This is the way it's supposed to happen. He was supposed to miss this um this episode here in true rock star fashion. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's pretty cool, man. You know I dig it. when I that's that's a thing, man. Like I thought, you know, you were just a, a guy that did paranormal shows, but it seemed you're really not. You do shows just about anything, it seems like, huh? Anything that interests you. Yeah, my style is versatile. Did you, alright, I'm gonna ask you something, it's gonna sound weird, but did you write an article about pot noodles? No, but now that you've mentioned it, now I kinda want to, and that sounds funny. 
I think I, I thought I was, maybe that's a different person, but some there was an article that said uh, how I wean myself off pot noodles by Michael Deacon. Maybe it's a different Michael Deacon. Yeah, I didn't write that. Yeah, man. So you know, I've been stalking your show a little bit. If you can't tell already, that's all right. Don't worry. It's a it's a fun show. There's all sorts you know of things what I'm in there. About, did you have a favorite show, like uh, a favorite talk show of yours that you had to listen to all the time? Because I lost mine. Well, I mean, it started with Loveline. That was back in the early mid '90s. That was with Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla, who I just I can't get behind neither guy anymore. They have changed completely. They are not the same people who they once were. But then again, who? Who really is the same people they once were, especially back in the late 90s? Everyone changes and everyone goes through different things in their life. So I can't really make those judgment calls anymore and be too angry, too sour about people that um, change, like like Howard Stern, another guy who changed completely, who I just refuse to listen to now. And um it's sad. Yeah, there's lots of people that go away, but... Loveline was the show that got me hooked there, Joseph. It's the show that really made me want to do what I'm doing today, and that's interacting with different callers out there. And that's that's the show that that did it for me. That was the catalyst. That's pretty rad, man. I'm glad you. I'm glad you got support like that. Again, I wish my my dad thinks it's ridiculous that I do a talk show. He does. Real- Why? Let's go back to this. Why does he think it's ridiculous? Well, my my dad is more of the kind of guy that if it's not making you money, why are you wasting your time with it? And, you know, I'm not really in doing it for the money, you know. Does he understand that? I think he is because he's, uh, he's starting to. What does he love? Have you ever asked him that? You know, uh, I think right now the only thing that he really, he really loves is this is going to sound stupid, but it's my son right now. That's what he's into. Well, know? tell him this show is like tell him your this show is like your son. That's it. That's it. That's what I should say to him. Exactly. Tell him this is your son. This is the equivalent of that for you in your in your mind that you love this very much, and this is what brings you happiness, just like your son brings him happiness. Right. Yeah. Maybe he would understand that a little bit more. I think he would. He does like to rant. I've been trying. He's one of those. Uh, <laughs> he likes to rant. See, maybe you just need to introduce him to a program with someone that's insane. Yeah, yeah. He gets into these crazy because he's, you know, he's into the political thing. So he's uh, on the left, you know, and he's always screaming about the right. And sometimes he screams so much it's funny. You have know? you heard, have you introduced him to Alex stuff. Jones yet? Uh, no. Maybe I should. You should just show him YouTube clips of Alex Jones just blowing up. Maybe he'll find that hysterical. He'll start throwing stuff, man. <laughs> well, it's a start, right? He'll, he'll, he'll get into it slowly. And then maybe he'll start supporting you on your show. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that would be cool. Yeah. It would be cool. It's, it's, like, it's a way to connect with your dad. Well, I used to follow him around with this little, uh, recorder that I had. And I caught one rant. He won't let me put it on the air. Oh, and I think no. it would make me famous if I could, but you he should, won't do it. You should, you should try to persuade, persuade him somehow. Just get in there and ask him repeatedly. Just tell him. 
say this is gold. <laughs> yeah, it's going to make us millions. You you have no idea. There it'll, you go. It'll be. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't hurt to try. So yeah, just keep uh, pushing it there and try talking to your dad about this. Maybe you'll get through to him. Well, I know, uh, I know how you feel with what Max was talking about, about doing, you know, cause you do everything. People, a lot of people don't know that, you know, for all you listeners out there, like when you run your show, you, you don't just hit a button and start talking. You got to keep up with the website and your exactly. servers and emails and Twitter and stay, it's, it's hard. I do everything. Yeah. And on the last program I was involved in, I did mostly everything there too. So, you know, I'm kind of used to doing everything on my own here. That's cool, man. I think you're going to make it. I think, I think you're going to be so. a big, a bi- let me ask you this. What if a terrestrial radio station came to you and said, we want to play your show, but there's a stipulation? Well, then we're going to have to negotiate what those stipulations are and what they bring to the table. Yeah. Six commercial breaks. You gotta do six commercial breaks an hour. Yeah, I know. There's gonna be breaks and stupid shit like that. But I mean, I could play the game if that's what they want. It depends if the money is correct. I mean, people would say, oh, you're a sellout. You're this. And it'd be like, well, of course I want to sell out. No shit. Wouldn't I, why wouldn't I want to be paid for something I love so much? Get paid for my creativity. Get paid for my intellectual content why the hell not it'd be wonderful wouldn't it exactly i just think some people just need to mind their own business if that's their opinion yeah they the, uh i did like i have some sponsors on my show too and i've had some uh i've had a couple of emails say you know like nobody wants to hear you promote this stuff but i use the stuff i promote it's not like i'm trying to sell them you know, something that comes out of a machine in a bathroom or something. I actually use the stuff that I promote, you know. I hear you. Yeah, that's kind of something that I would be very caution, cautious of, basically. I'm trying to put over products that I wouldn't normally use myself or want others to use, if, especially if it's not any kind of viable substance or material or, you know, anything that, anything that's legit, I would definitely not want to push it on someone else i definitely don't want to sell snake oil to my listeners you got t-shirts man because i really want to get a t-shirt for I'm, this this that's I'm, a pretty you know, logo. i'm glad you you mentioned that because i'm talking to another gentleman right now who i believe is a graphics art he's a graphic artist designer for i don't know exactly who i think he might have his own company now and I know he, I know he was doing that for a while. He was, he was printing out shirts at some place he owned as well. And this guy actually reached out. Um, his name, I believe his name was Eric. And he reached out to me and he kind of wants to jump on board here and, 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 um, he wants to help me sell t-shirts basically. So it's funny you mentioned that. That's cool, man. Yeah, so hopefully this year in 2017, I'll get that underway. Um, I definitely think that that logo that you see, I think it's money. I think for sure people would want to buy that on a t-shirt. 
Yeah, you made me uh, uh, spill my coffee this morning, by the way. I was in a line to uh, – and Mc, you know how they make you wait at McDonald's? I love McDonald's coffee. Don't judge me out there. A lot of people but, go there for that coffee. And, I, I, you know, they said, well, pull up. I'm like, you want me to pull up and wait for coffee? All right, well, whatever, you know. So I pulled up, and I'm listening to your show where you were talking about – your buddy uh, that uh, found out that a woman was a man by accident. Oh, my God, yeah. That's the no, tranny that's story, yeah. I burned my, I actually burned <laughs> myself a little bit. Oh, man, I apologize about that one. Yeah, that's a, that's a true classic, a true winner, a true, a true crowd pleaser, rather. And um, that's a story that, you know, people think that, that it happened to me. Um, you know, I'll say it again. I only wish that happened to me because then I'd be telling that story a lot more often. You would have bolted too, right? Oh, hell yeah. I would have ran out of there. <laughs> I would have gone, gone out of that room in a, in a heartbeat there, Joseph. Nothing will put you in fight or flight like a moment like that, right? Mm-hmm. That, that will make you question who you are and, and why you're there on, 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 um, why you're here on Earth, rather? That's kind of one of those game changers, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Kind of like, well, why? What am I doing with my life? That's kind of what would pop up in my head. Yeah, twist your mind up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, man, poor guy, right? Yeah, I mean, if is he okay? Yeah, I mean, is he mentally damaged? For nah, him? he's not mentally damaged at all. He he's he's a good American boy. He's doing great. He he comes from a very wealthy family, so he he's doing fantastic out there. That's good. I think it might have that's something that'd be stuck in my brain for a while. Oh you know, believe, I'd, oh, I'd, believe I'd, me, <laughs> believe me, that would never get out of my head. I, I you know I would laugh. I would be laughing about it because I have a great sense of humor, and I I just think that's that's a story that I, I would be wanting to share with people because it's just too damn funny. Well, it's not like, I mean, you can't blame him because if I've seen some and they, I mean, I know this sounds weird, folks, but they look, they don't just look like women. They, they're gorgeous and you wouldn't think anything different. You know, the, you just wouldn't know because they have all these different things. Yeah, you wouldn't know. Surgery and, mm. I mean, it's crazy. You really wouldn't know. That's true. Scarring, I, I guess, but. I don't know. I just think some people that go through all of that, there's got to be some sort of psychological damage there. Yeah. So who do you, uh, do you watch the UFC at all? Do you, or do you get involved with that? Yeah, of course. I still who watch mixed martial arts. I, I was actually watching, um, Ryzen a couple of days back there. I kind of missed that, that New Year's Eve. That New Year's Eve event out there in Japan. I'm not sure if you're familiar with, with Japanese mixed martial arts, but I love it every time they have one of these big events. I used to be when the Yakuza was running Pride. I loved Pride, man. You know what's funny is I was actually going to play the theme song for Pride during the opening of this show. Oh, that would have been awesome. Pride was the best, man. I miss it. Every time I play the music, like I, 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 I almost get teary-eyed to be honest with you because I, I definitely miss those nights i would spend um at three two three all the way to four in the morning watching 
watching Pride. Yeah, you remember when uh, uh they have such great... Can you imagine what it would be like to walk down to a ring in Japan the way... That, that ramp? The fighters over there, man. That ramp would give me goosebumps just walking down it. Do you remember when Sakuraba got beat and then he dressed up in his pajamas and wore a mask and walked down there like he was waking up from a dream? Of course. Do you remember that one? Of course. Was that after that was, he lost to yeah. Nino Shimbri? Yeah. Yeah, it was, right? Right, and he was making mm-hmm. a statement. It's he, like yeah, he wrestling, was. right? Like yeah, pro wrestling, way mm, better. Yeah, it all has its roots to pro wrestling. Um, both both complement each other very well. Um, and Pride was just amazing with its over-the-top um, openings there, and it was beautiful. Something that Americans can't really, probably would the American fan base wouldn't really appreciate or understand if they go back and watch the events. Um, these things were were a big deal out there at the time. They were covered all over the place in media, their media, by the way, until, like you said, the, they found out that Yakuza was running things, and that's when everything kind of went down the drain. Yeah, and that's, it's sad. Uh, I recommend anybody that's listening, if you get bored, just type in Pride on YouTube. and I don't know if they're on YouTube, but watch some old Pride fights, at least the entry, you know. Oh, yes. Beautiful pageantry. Just everything was uh, was beautiful there. Um, so, Joseph, I am going to have to wrap up here in a few minutes. So I will want to ask you one more time, go ahead and plug your website and quickly tell us a little bit about your show, and I'll leave you with the final word. All right, sir. I appreciate that. Thanks for having me on, by the way. That was It was really fun. Oh, but, um, clockwise. Yeah, and it's just, it's lightingthevoid.com, like, I know it's weird, but it's L-I-G-H-T-I-N-G, Lighting the Void, and I've always thought, man, the reason why I did the show, I always thought there was some truth somewhere between science and spirituality, which is the biggest void in our life, and I wanted to shed some light on it, and I think the guests that I bring on there, I'm trying to do that with them, because I'm lost in this maze like the rest of us, you know, and... uh trying to find out some stuff you know love to have you on too by the way i'll be there and yeah just uh, shoot me some dates and we'll figure it out awesome well hey i really appreciate you having me on it's been fun it's been a blast thank you man uh thanks for being here thanks for hanging out with me here on a very short notice i wanted to bring in just anyone who wanted to talk to me here tonight on a very short notice on a very special tuesday super tuesday is what i'll call this episode um, thanks for being here. No problem, man. You take care. We'll yeah, talk we'll, to you soon. Yeah, we'll stay in touch and we'll do this again in the near future. Definitely. Alright, Joseph, take care. Bye bye. God bless. And that was Joseph. Great guy. I want to thank all of you out there for listening to this program. Thank you, Max Cole. Thank you to all of you out there for listening on the live stream and, of course, people who will listen to this on the, on the replay, rather. Um, will I put this up? I just got a message on Twitter about that. Will I put it up? Let's see. Hmm. I'll have to cut some of the music off and put some of these clips together, piece by piece, clip them together there. And, yeah, I guess I'll put it up there for you. 
It was a fun little show here. I had a great time. And of course, hopefully Michael will send me a text or an email or a phone call explaining what happened to him. Because now I'm curious. Is he okay? Is he all right? Is he alive? He did have a pretty big night out last night. Drinking till six in the morning. My goodness. He must have had a great, great night in my opinion. I know I definitely would have had a great night if I was drinking till six in the morning. But then again, I don't think my body can handle that. I was never a big drinker. But I do want to say, once again, thank you to everyone out there who listened to this program. Of course, this Saturday I won't be here. I'm not sure where I'll be, but I won't be in El Centro, I know that. I want to go away for a little bit here. I want to clear my mind. I need to clear my mind. So, on the 14th, there won't be a show with James Gesso. That's not going down. I have since rescheduled his interview with Mr. Gesso. On the 21st, and that's for 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And of course, at 10 p.m., the second half of that show, Gary the Mad Martian returns. Holy crap. Who knows what's gonna happen when that, when that gentleman graces our presence here. On end of days, the Michael Deacon program. I guess you have to stay tuned to find out what happens. And with that said, the world is a mysterious place, and life itself is a mystery. Until next time, good night, everybody. I could tell that all the mainstream media outlets were giving me like bullshit. Like, you can just see it. It's clear. <laughs> How appropriate. I wish I could be in that ring with Hogan right now. It's crazy. I had no idea they should have existed before 726. Oh, Granny. I like Granny. I'm going to keep you real. A lot of good content. A lot of, a lot of cool topics. You know, I, yeah, I feel, you know, fortunate to have an opportunity to speak to you guys tonight. You guys are, you guys are really big. Yeah, Mr. Rusev. That son of a bitch. I, I like that, man. It's the simplest shit. You go in there, you see the butt and then you say, what the fuck do you have in your pocket? What the fuck are you going to be smoking time about midnight? That's what I want. Just for what it's worth, I want to put in my two cents to tell you both that you have Trump one of the most incredibly well-rounded shows. Um, Introducing the greatest tag team on the radio. Guess what, motherfucker? Successfully, at least. Flawless victory.